This sicha is a sicha that the Rebbe is explaining a piece of Igeres HaTshuva of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, along with the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchok's Ha'oris, his notes on Igeres HaTshuva. So the Rebbe starts off the sicha and says that after the Alter Rebbe explains the details regarding the various different fasts of Tshuva, this is what he does in the second and third chapter of Igeres HaTshuva, he then says in the beginning of chapter 4, that all of this is just to be able to complete the kapara, the atonement, in the best possible way, after doing tshuva. That means, earlier on in Igeris HaTshuva, in the first chapter, the Alter Rebbe says, that tshuva is the person deciding that he's no longer going to do this Aveira anymore. Then in the second and third chapters, he spoke about Legmara kapara, to have a full atonement. There's a concept of fasting. And then the Alter Rebbe says, so all of this is for the full atonement after the tshuva, but the idea of tshuva itself, and the Alter Rebbe says like this, Hascholas mitzvahs ha-tshuva ve'ikra, in order to really be able to appreciate the actual mitzvah of tshuva itself, the main idea of tshuva, the Alter Rebbe says, ha-hechrech levayir heitiv, we must explain well, ba-archovas ha-biur, with elaborating and giving a full explanation, by first prefacing what it says in the Holy Zoyar, in regards to the explanation of the word tshuva according to Kabbalah. And there it says that the word tshuva can be made up of two parts, toshuv, hey, that the hey returns. Now within this itself, there are two levels of tshuva. There are two hey's in the word tshuva also. So, Tashuv hey, if we speak about the second hey of Hashem's name, which is called the lower hey, kei tato'a, so Tashuv hey would then be read as tshuva tato'a, would mean the Tashuv hey tato'a, this is the return of the lower, the second hey of Hashem's name, to its rightful place. Then there is tshuva ilah, tshuva ilah could be understood as Tashuv hey, the higher hey of Hashem's name returning to its rightful place. Now, in the, his notes on Tanya, the Rebbe's father's notes on Tanya, in the second Ha'or on Igeris HaTshuva, so the Rebbe's father explains these words, Levair Heitev Bar Habir, and he says that this is actually hinting to something very specific, these words. He says like this, the words Levair Heitev and Bar Habir correspond to these two levels of Tshuva that we just mentioned, the lower level of Tshuva and the higher level of Tshuva. How so? So he says that Luvair Heitev refers to the lower level of Tshuva, Tshuva Tata. He says the word Ba'er, or perhaps here it can maybe even be understood as Be'er. So this is a remis to the level of Malchus, which in the letters of Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, Malchus is that lower He. Luvair Heitev. So the word Heitev is a remis for Yesoidza, for the sphere of Yesoid, out of the six Midois that precede Malchus. Here it doesn't go so much into it, but the Rebbe's father actually says that we know that generally the sphere of Yesoid is often referred to as Toiv. So this would be the Vav of Hashem's name. And since in Tshuva Tato itself there are two levels, because there's the Tshuva itself, which is more connected with Malchus, which is the Hay. And there's, so there's tshuva, and then there's a baal tshuva. 
So if we speak about tshuva tato, the baal tshuva tato, this is the yesoid, this is the level of yesoid, this is the level of vav. Yesoid is often considered like the baal, the husband of malchus, or baal tshuva is the master, or the husband of malchus, and therefore this is the sphera of yesoid. So levair heitev is yesoid and malchus, or yesoid really generally the first six spheroids, which is the vav of Hashem's name. And this is why the Alter Rebbe uses this particular expression, Levair Hetev, which shows on this last hey of Hashem's name, along with the Vav, to hint to these two aspects within the Tshuva Tato'o. Then the Alter Rebbe says, Bar Chovas Habiur, says the Rebbe's father, this corresponds to the Tshuva Ilo, to the first hey of Hashem's name. Because the first hey of Hashem's name generally corresponds to the level of Bina, and when we say harchavas habir to elaborate about something in an expansive way, this is really what Bino is all about. Again, as the Rebbe's father explains this in his Ha'ara. The Rebbe says we need to understand. In Chuvoi law, there are also two levels or two details, like we said in Chuva Tato. There's the Chuva itself and Baal Chuva, just like we said in regards to Chuva Tato. In Tshuva Tato, we said that this is the hay and the Vav that precedes it. In Tshuva Ilah, you also have the same idea, that the higher level of Tshuva is, is Bina, the first hay of Hashem's name, and the Baal Tshuva Ilah is the level of Chachma, the Yud. The Alter Rebbe says this clearly in Lekutei Torah, as pointed out in the footnotes over here. So the question then is, why is it that for the Rebbe's of Tshuva Tato, the Alter Rebbe uses an expression that would hint to both ideas. As we said, that the words Levair Heitev refer to Malchus and to the to Yesoi, to the spheres that come before Malchus. So we have the Tshuva itself, which is Malchus, and Baal Tshuva, of the lower level of Tshuva, is the level of Yesoidza. Whereas for the Remes, for Tshuva Ilah, the Alter Rebbe uses the term Bar Habir, but the way that his father just explained it, that refers to Tshuva Ilah, but just in the level of Bina, so it's only the level of Tshuva, but there's no hint for the Baal Tshuva Ilah, which in the Sphirois would have been the Sphira of Chachma, or the Yud of Hashem's name. The Rebbe says we also need to understand, the words Levair Heitev Bar Habir, we need to explain well, with a detailed explanation, the Alter Rebbe says. The next word the Alter Rebbe says is what it says in the Holy Zoya regarding the word of Tshuva, etc. So simply, we, the way we understand it is Levair hate if we want to explain what says in the Zoyar. But when it says that we want to explain Be'archavas Habir, and then it says Be'hekdim HaShakasu Be'zoyar HaKadosh, we want to explain something in detail, and then it says, by prefacing what says in the Zoyar, it sounds like, there are two separate things, where we want to explain something very well, and by explaining what says in the Zoyar, we're going to be explaining something. It's not we're going to explain what says in the Zoyar. It sounds like we're going to explain something. Something else, not what it says in the Zoyar. And by explaining the Zoyar, this is going to help us understand something. So we need to understand how this works. What is it that the Alter Rebbe is trying to explain? In addition to these diukim, What's also not understood, says the Rebbe, is the general idea what the Alter Rebbe says, that in order to understand the beginning of Mitzvah Satshuvah and the main point of Tshuva, we first need to explain. As we said, by Heitev, we're introducing a Zoyar about the idea of Tshuva according to Kabbalah. So the Rebbe says, seemingly, 
The way we're going to explain tshuva according to Kabbalah, that tshuva means that the hay needs to return to its rightful place. That is only explaining what is accomplished through tshuva. That when a person did an Aveira, he caused that the lower hay of Hashem's name, which refers to the level of the Shekhinah, caused it to go down into Golos. When you do a proper tshuva, you're returning that hay back from its place in Golos, back to its rightful place. So we might be explaining what was achieved by doing tshuva. But seemingly, in the actual performance of the mitzvah of tshuva, it's of that the person needs to do, you would think there's nothing being added by explaining the idea of tshuva according to Kabbalah. The Al-Tarebbe says, we want to explain what tshuva is based on what it says in Zoyar. Seemingly, we're not explaining anything more by explaining this Zoyar more than what the Al-Tarebbe said originally, that the main thing of tshuva is that you're not going to sin anymore. You're deciding that you're, you're abandoning the sin and you're not going to sin anymore. How is it helping in my tshuva? Because I know, I'll pick Kabbalah, what happens as a result of the tshuva. From the fact that the Alter Rebbe says, Hascholas mitzvah sa'tshuva ve'ikra, the beginning of mitzvah of tshuva, and the main point of tshuva, ha'hechrich levar, we must explain the idea of tshuva according to Kabbalah. It sounds like that by giving this explanation of tshuva according to Kabbalah, this is going to be necessary for the actual performance of the mitzvah of tshuva, what the person has to do. And furthermore, it's not only necessary for tshuva, but to use the Alter Rebbe's words, it's necessary for the beginning of the mitzvah of tshuva and for the main aspect of tshuva. How so? The Alter Rebbe, the, the Rebbe says that the question becomes even much stronger. The Alter Rebbe says from the Zoyer HaKadosh, not only about the word tshuva according to Kabbalah is toshuv hay, that the hay needs to return to its rightful place, but as we said, there are two hays, there are two levels of tshuva. There's tshuva tata and tshuva ilah. So now it sounds like that in order to start doing tshuva, we need to also understand all about tshuva ilah, about this highest level of tshuva. And the question is, the difference between the two levels of tshuva, the lower level of tshuva and the higher level of tshuva. The Alter Rebbe tells us later in Nigeritz tshuva that tshuva tata is where a yid is returning to his previous state as he was before he sinned. The Alter Rebbe says we need to wash ourselves, we need to cleanse ourselves from these soiled garments of the Aveira. What is Tshuva Ilah, which comes after Tshuva Tata? This is a much higher level, where the Neshama is returning back to its source, becoming completely united with Hashem, in the same extent as the Neshama was, before it ever even came down from Hashem into the body. Hashem blew the Neshama into the body. So Tshuva Ilah means that the Neshama is becoming so united with Hashem, as if he is before he even entered the body. So the question is, how could we say that we spoke about fasts earlier on. Now, Terebbe says regarding the fasts, which are only there to help cleanse the nefesh and to finish off the kapara, so that he should be precious to Hashem and accepted to Hashem like before he sinned, those things the Al-Tarebbe says, that's after tshuva. That's not part of the mitzvah of tshuva. The mitzvah of tshuva itself is just abandoning sin. All these fasts, those are almost like an extra thing after the sin. So those things are only, are not important for tshuva. And yet here we're saying that the idea of tshuva ilah, which is seemingly much greater than anything we spoke about before, this idea of the neshama returning to its source as it was before Hashem even put it into the body. This is something that could apply, not even necessarily to someone that sinned. It could be even someone that never even sinned in his life, has this level of tshuva ilah just uniting with Hashem. 
And this high level should be important for the basic level of tshuva to correct the sin. And furthermore, we say this is the beginning of tshuva, this is the main part of tshuva. How do we make sense of this? In order to understand all of this, says the Rebbe, so the Rebbe is first going to focus on the general idea of tshuva tato and tshuva ilo. And the Rebbe says that it's explained in a number of places that tshuva tato is connected with the idea of sur meirava seitoiv, staying away from bad and doing good. Doing mitzvahs. Tshuva ilah is more connected with our involvement of Torah, learning Torah. As the Altarebbe brings later in Igeres HaTshuva from the Rai Mehemn in Pashas Nosoi, that Tshuva ilah is the Yisasig Boirai, so that the person should involve himself with learning Torah. How do we understand this? Why is this Tshuva Tato? This is Tshuva ilah. So the Rebbe says, in the Avoidah of Kiyuma Mitzvahs, when a person is performing mitzvahs, the main thing that's expressed is the person's bitul in a way of Kabbalah's oil, Malchus Shemayim, he's accepting upon himself that Hashem is the boss, that Hashem is the king. He's ready to listen, to obey whatever Hashem tells him, even if it's difficult. Like a servant, like a slave that's going to obey his master, not taking anything else into consideration. On the other hand, the bitul that is brought about when a yid is learning Torah, so when a Yid is learning Torah, we say that the word of Hashem, the halacha that he's learning, it's like the words of Hashem are coming right now through the person's mouth, through the thir- person's throat. In other words, it's not about him at all. He's just being a channel for Hashem's words. That's why we say, Man Malke, who's considered like the king? The Chachamim, Rabbanon, are considered like the king because they have such tremendous, tremendous bitul to the Eimishter when they're learning Torah, not like a servant that's doing something for the king and for his master, but it's as if he himself is the master right now, he himself is the king. It's Hashem's words, the Torah coming through his mouth. Says the Rebbe, this idea, this sort of bitul, when a Yid is learning Torah, where does this come from? This is all coming because where is the neshama before it came into the body, before Hashem blew the neshama into the body, the neshama before it came into the into the person, as the Alter Rebbe says, in Tanya, this is going to be connected to the Abishta in the greatest way, with the greatest bitul. The neshama of a, a person usually, even of a tzaddik gomer, the Alter Rebbe tells us in Tanya, doesn't have the greatest level of bitul to be mamish one with Hashem. However, when we learn Torah, this is coming from that level of the neshama that's as if the neshama before it even came into the body, when it was mamish, mamish one with Hashem. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why we say that tshuva tata is more to do with fulfillment of mitzvahs, staying away from bad and doing good. Tshuva ilah is more to do with learning Torah. Because the bitul of the yid that comes as far as the neshama once it came into the body, after Hashem blew it into the body, especially after it comes, in other words, after it left Hashem and even more so once it comes into Olam Haza and coming into a physical body. So that is that a person is a separate Matthias, a separate entity, and he is bottled to Hashem, he's standing with a bitul, like the servant to the king, etc. Now since the idea of tshuva tato is mainly about a yid going back to his previous state as he was before he sinned, to cleanse himself, to wash himself from those soiled garments, etc. But even before he sinned, he was still a Matthias, he's still an entity for himself. So therefore, that's what Tshuva Tato is. He's going back to being the way he was before. So Tshuva Tato, therefore, is mainly connected to this idea of mitzvahs, fulfillment of mitzvahs, which is, he's a separate entity, he's a servant, and he is doing what the king said. That's all Tshuva Tato. On the other end, Tshuva Ilo, which is, the Neshama returning 
to its source, as it was one with Hashem before Hashem even ever put it into the body, as it was one with Hashem before Hashem, so to speak, blew it out of Himself. That's why this level of tshuva is connected with the involvement of learning Torah, which as we said before, what's Torah? Torah is just the words of Hashem coming through the person's, through the person's mouth without the involvement of the person almost. It's like a channel completely for Hashem. So these are two general levels. Again, to summarize, in the first level, the lower level of tshuva, the person is very much still a mitzvah, and is going to be more connected with mitzvahs. In the higher level of tshuva, it's Torah, and the person is a non-existence at all. Now the Rebbe says that really in each one of these two, we can break it further down into two. These two levels of tshuva, tshuva tata and tshuva ilah, each one of these could really be found within each one of these tshuvas. That means within each level of these tshuva, we can break it down to two levels, and that's going to be what we called before the tshuva and the baal tshuva that exists in tshuva tata. So the lower level is going to be called tshuva within tshuva tata, and then the baal tshuva is going to be the one that's even higher than that. And similarly in tshuva ilah, what does this mean? So regarding these two levels of tshuva tata. Which we said, Sur Meirava, Seitoiv, Sachsidis explains that the lower level of these two in Chuvatato, within Chuvatato itself, is the idea of Sur Meirah, where a person is, is making sure that he should be, he shouldn't be in a way that he could ever go against the will of Hashem. This is Sur Meirah, he's ensuring that he's not, he's not going to go against Hashem, Hashem's will. The higher level of Chuvatato, which we are calling now Baal Chuva, this is more related to Vaseitoiv. That means he really puts in all of his toil, all of his effort in his avoida, whether it's Torah or Tfilah. But the point is that he's going beyond his nature, beyond what he's used to. This is what the Alt Rebbe refers to elsewhere in Tanya as the Oyved Elikim, the one who really serves Hashem. Like the Gemara explains the difference between a person that learns a hundred times or a hundred and one times. He's going out of his habit, he's going out of his comfort zone. The Rebbe says, now let's look at these two levels and we'll understand why these two levels, one that we're calling our tshuva and one we're calling Baal tshuva within the tshuva tata itself, why we're going to say that one is more similar to tshuva tata and one more similar to tshuva ilah. Again, we're speaking about tshuva tata, but within tshuva tata we're saying that these two, there's two levels within that that can also be one similar to tshuva tata where the person is a metzius and tshuva ilah where the person is completely one with Hashem. In the avoid of Sur Meirah, the person that's doing the avoid is still very much of a metzius. It's only that because he's Kabul Ol Malchus Shomayim, so in other words, that's stopping him from going against Hashem's desire. And that's why this is very much the idea of Tshuva Tata, within the Tshuva Tata, this is the lower level, because he's still very much a metzius, and he has to make this decision to accept upon himself Hashem that I'm not going to go against Hashem's desire. Where is in the avoid of Asetoiv, which we said that he's really working hard in his avoid, in Torah, Tfilah, etc., much more than his habit, much more when he's used to. He's breaking his nature. So this is about, to a certain degree, within Shuvah Tatoa itself, but with a, a certain degree, he's going out of his mitzis, he's breaking himself. And that's why this is more similar, or more related, like to the idea of Shuvah Elah, and we're calling it the Baal Shuvah. Nevertheless, even this higher level, is still part of Tshuva Tata. It's only that within Tshuva Tata itself, it's the higher aspect of it. And it's where it's comparing it to Tshuva Elah for two reasons. In other words, there's two reasons why it's still part of Tshuva Tata. Why it's still the lower level of Tshuva. Because number one, even as he's doing the Vaasei Toiv, he still didn't go out of his nature completely. 
It's only that practically he's overcoming himself, overcoming his nature through a struggle, through a fight. So there's still some of his nature left. And furthermore, even the fact that he's breaking his nature is still different to my Torah. We said that the words of Torah are just flowing through the person's mouth. It's Hashem's words coming through his mouth. In this case, we're still saying it's the person's avoided. The person is breaking himself. The person is working now and doing this avoided for Hashem. So now, so far we discussed the two levels within Shuvah Tata, one where the person is more of a Metzius, one the person is less of a Metzius, but still somewhat of a Metzius. Now we look in the next level, in Shuvah Elo. So generally we said this is the idea of learning Torah. But the Rebbe says, even in the involvement of learning Torah, which we said is connected to Shuvah Elo, this is still not the ultimate level yet within Shuvah Elo. We said there's Shuvah and there's Baal Shuvah. So this level of learning Torah we would call the Shuvah, Level, what's the Baal Tshuva level? What's higher than that even? So the Rebbe says, this is the avoid of Kadesh Atzmucha B'muter This is the idea when a person says that even things that are permitted, I'm going to abstain from, I'm going to stay away from. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe says, that based on what we said before, that Tshuva and Baal Tshuva are similar. Within Tshuva Tato itself, we said, there's like Tshuva Eloi and Tshuva Eloi. Within the Tshuva Tato itself, there's these two levels. So in a similar way over here now, regarding Tshuva Elah, we would say that the learning of Torah is more like the Tshuva Tatar, or the lower aspect within the Tshuva Elah, and Kaddish Atzmuch would be the higher level of those two. How so? So the Rebbe brings what says in the Mechilta, on the Pasuk, V'heyisem Lisgula, Hashem says, you're going to be my treasure from all other nations, etc., so that the Mechilta says on the words Vehisamli, Shatiyu Knuyanli, you're going to be completely acquired to me or by me, the Oiskin Betoida involved in Taira, and you won't be involved in anything else. So there's two points over here learning Taira and not involved in anything else. So the Rebbe says, Oiskin Betoida is still not enough that you're completely Konui, completely acquired to Hashem. There also needs to be this condition that you're not involved in anything else, which is this avoid of Kadesh Atzmacha, sanctifying ourselves, even in the things that are permissible and necessities of the world, etc. That means, when a person is learning Torah, even if he's learning Torah in a way that is the word of Hashem coming out of his mouth, it's still no proof that his whole Metzies is completely, konui, acquired by Hashem. That he's completely, absolutely bottled. Because it's still possible to say that the bitul that he has when learning Torah, it's only that the Torah was so powerful and so great, it permeated him completely, that he's losing himself, his own entity completely. But it still doesn't mean that a person on his own, from his own, is standing with this complete bitul to Hashem. Where is the avoid of Kaddish Atzmucha B'mutalucha, where the person himself is sanctifying himself, removing himself from his own personal things, which as the Mechilta says, the Dvorim Achedim, you're staying away from other things, even though they're permissible things. This really brings out that he's completely removing himself, mevatel himself, just to have absolute bitl to Hashem, that he has no Metzius at all. His whole Metzius is Konri, is acquired to Hashem. So the Rebbe says, now we can understand that the real union of Tshuva law is specifically expressed in this idea of Kaddish Atzmuch as opposed to the bitl of the learning of Torah, is still considered within the realm of Tshuva Ilah, but like the lower level. In other words, because Tshuva Ilah 
is this absolute amazing unity that a neshama yid has with Hashem, as it was, we said before, before the neshama even came out of Hashem. <coughs> when neshama is, before it came out of Hashem, you can't say that it has any metzius whatsoever. So since we just explained that the bitl by learning Torah is not completely negating the person's own metzius, that's why it's still the lower level within Tshuva Yilah. Whereas the avoid of Kaddish, which really brings out that the person's whole metzius is just completely Hashem's. Therefore, this is the higher level and the ultimate level of Tshuva Yilah. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand why this avoid of Kaddish is connected with the Yud of Hashem's name, the level of Chachma. <coughs> As we said earlier, that the Tshuvoi law, the He would be Tshuvoi law, and the Yud would be the Baal Tshuvoi law. Because what's the idea of this Yud? The Yud is something that doesn't have, it's just a little dot, like without a shape and form. It's specifically this avoid of Kaddish Atzmuch that's where it's really being, being brought out, that essential bond of the Yud with the Abishta, like a Yud which goes higher than any shape or form. The Eskashros of a Yid with Hashem in the three Avoides of Sur Meirah, Asei Toiv, and involvement in Torah has still some sort of shape and form. In other words, st- since in them there is still this idea that the person didn't leave his mit- own Metziyas completely, absolutely. His, the, so therefore the Avoider right now is he has his Metziyas and he's trying to connect it to Hashem. And therefore, the iskashos is still also shaped and formed according to the person's own faculties with which he is achieving this iskashos. And that's why we say that these three categories of avoid are connected to the letters hey, vav, and hey of Hashem's name, which all of them have a certain shape and form. Whereas this avoid of which is about the person removing himself completely, himself and his rotsin, etc., etc., and it brings out the etzem nekudas hayiskashos, the deepest point of hayiskashos, which is higher than any shape and form of any, any of his faculties. That's why this is hinted in the yud, which is like a little tiny dot. Says the Rebbe, just like we understand in regards to the four oisius of Shem Havaya, it all starts with a little dot, that little nekudah, the ois yud. Then this yud is drawn down and it comes into the shape, is drawn down into the first hay of Hashem's name. Then it goes further down into the Vav, till finally coming down to the last He of Hashem's name. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true in Avoida, in these different Avoidas that we spoke about, that they're not four distinct and separate Avoidas, but rather they're a continuation, a flow, one from the other. It all starts off with that essential bond, point of connection of a Yid with Hashem, which is higher than any shape or form. And the way it's expressed is really by the person completely negating himself and his metzies, which is expressed in Kaddish Atzmuch as we explained. But then this point of his kashras then comes down into his avoid of learning Torah, and then into Vasei Toiv, and then finally into Sur Meirah. And based on this we can understand that if the person is lacking in the last level, in the lowest level, that he's missing the basic Kabbalah's oil Malchus Shomayim, in the avoid of staying away from an Avera, what is this impacting? It's not only impacting the lowest letter of Hashem's name, that lowest hey, but it's also impacting the first three letters. Because if you would really have inside of himself shining this Nakuda of Bittel, the Yud of Hashem's name, or at least the learning of Torah, which is the first hey, or the Vasei Toiv, which is the Vav, so then he would definitely have the Bittel of the Kabbalah soul staying away from Averis. If he's lacking in that last point, that means there's something missing all the way to the beginning. 
And this is the reason why we say that when a Yid, Chas V'Shalim, falls and he does an Aveira, what does he need? He needs even this idea of Tshuva Ilah, because only then will his tshuva be perfect. What is tshuva ilah? As we said, he needs to have this idea of that real point of his kashrus on the highest level with Hashem. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, not only is it in order for the tshuva to be perfect, you also need tshuva ilah. That means you'll have tshuva tata, and then you will have tshuva ilah. But rather, within the tshuva tata, within the lower tshuva, level of tshuva itself, it has to be in a way that it's felt. At least, as far as practically concerned, what you're going to be doing, you have to feel to some extent the, the, the idea of tshuvah law. What does this mean? So we said, al Rebbe said right in the beginning of Igeris HaTshuvah, that the main thing has to be, is the basics of tshuvah, is that you're deciding you're not going to be acting in a foolish way anymore to rebel against Hashem. You're not going to go against the mitzvahs of the king, Chas V'Sholem. But within that itself, you need to feel not only this general bittle of Kabbalah soil as a servant that's ready to do whatever the master says, even though I'm not the master and I'm something else and I'm removed, etc. But rather, this bittle itself, he has to feel that it's as a result that because, why am I doing this? Because my neshama in its source is really connected absolutely to the Ebishter. So even in his basic level of tshuva, there has to be the feeling that he's doing this all because on the highest level he's really one with Hashem. So the Rebbe says, now we can understand a, a, an explanation in Avoidah for something that the Alt Rebbe says, with Alt Rebbe when he's speaking about tshuva tato, and we say it's the idea of the, the lower hay returning, but Al Rebbe doesn't only say it's the lower hay returning from its state in Golis. It says it's returning to unite with the Yud Kevav with the first three letters. What does that mean? Because the idea of the lower hay of Hashem's name on its own and avoidance of the avoid of the person, that would be this bitl of Kabbalah Sol Malcho Shamayim, as the Neshama is inside the goof. So Tosh of Ketata, that this lower hay returns to the, be united with the Yud Kevav means that this bitl of Kabbalah soil, this lower hay of Hashem's name, should be in a way that in it is felt the connection that he's really one, that his neshama is really absolutely one with Hashem. That's the idea that the lower hay is really connected to the previous letters all the way to the Yud, the Yud cave of Hashem's name. Now the Rebbe comes back to answer some of the questions of the Sikh earlier. Based on this, says Rebbe, we can now understand how by explaining the word Shuvah according to Kabbalah, the Toshuv hay, it's going to help us in understanding in the mitzvah of tshuva itself, meaning it's going to help him what the person has to do. How so? Because by explaining, by Rikhus Abir, with a whole explanation, how this lower hay is not something for itself, but rather, as we just explained, it's a continuation from the other three letters, and that the idea of tshuva is about this lower hay of Hashem's name going back to its rightful place, as it is connected to those previous letters of Hashem's name. We now have a whole new perspective on the mitzvah of tshuva in the idea of, yes, I do need to decide that I'm not going to act the way I was acting till now to rebel against Hashem, chas But what does this mean? That despite the fact that the main idea of Kabbalah soil is mainly the idea of this tshuva is that I'm going to stop myself from doing bad, not to rebel against Hashem, etc. It's ketato. But at the same time, it needs to be connected to the avoidance, as we said, of the other three oisies of Shem Avaya. And that's what the Alta Rebbe says, that it's important to first mention hascholas, for Hascholas Mitzvah Satshuva Vika right in the beginning of Tshuva, right in the main part of Tshuva, I already need to be speaking about the Tshuva Ilah. Because Tshuva in the simple sense has to be in a way that in it is felt, 
even this highest level of Tshuva Says the Rebbe, now we can understand when the Alter Rebbe says these words, Levair Heitev Bar Chavas Habir. And we said that this corresponds to the two levels of Tshuva, as we said before, the Tosh, the, the Keitato, and Tosh of Keitato, that the lower Hay is returning, and Tosh of Keilah, that the higher Hay is returning, as we brought before from the Rebbe's father. So it's not only a Remez, it's not only that these words the Alter Rebbe is saying is a nice Remez to these two concepts of Tshuva. But rather, there's a whole explanation, there's a whole chiddush over here, of how there needs to be the hascholas mitzvah ha-tshuva v'ikra, how we need to start off tshuva. And this is what the Alter Rebbe means when he says, levair heitev bar chovas habiyur, and then he says, behek dimashakosu b'zoyer ha-kodesh. So what's the Alter Rebbe about to do? Levair heitev bar chovas habiyur means, the Alter Rebbe is, is telling us that, this, we're not only going to explain what it says in the Zoyar, as we would have thought originally. The Alter Rebbe says, no, I'm, we're about, Levair Heitiv Bar Habir is a concept for itself. We're going to understand something very important now, based on what says in the Zoyar. But it's not that we're coming to, exp- that we're going to understand this based on the Zoyar. Again, Levair Heitiv Bar Habir is a statement for itself. In other words, in order for the beginning of mitzvah of tshuva should be in the proper way, with the full heart, etc., what do you need to have, number one, is this idea of levair heitev bar chavas habir. This is the statement. We're later going to explain what this means, based on the Zoyar. But what is the, in other words, what does this mean? That despite the fact that tshuva mainly is, sheyigmer believe that you decided in your heart that you're not going to rebel against Hashem, and you're not going to be over on the mitzvahs of Hashem, the idea of sur meirah, which is generally the lower hay of Hashem's name. Nevertheless, within that, you also need to feel levair heitev barachavas habir. You need to feel the vav of Hashem's name. The levair has to be heitev. In other words, that in the Kabbalah, in this acceptance, that you're not going against the malchus of Hashem. You have to also feel, at least on some level, at least concealed, that you're also ready to do the next avoidah, which we said is the vav, which is you're toiling and you're going more than your nature. Similar to the idea of Asetoiv. Furthermore, within this Kabbalah itself that you're accepting, you're not going to go against Hashem. It has to also be Bar Sabir, which as we says, I said, corresponds to the higher Hay of Hashem's name, which is the idea of Bina. That means within your acceptance, you also have to feel at some level that you're ready to be Mavatli yourself completely to go out of your Metzias. Similar to the idea of what happens in the learning of Torah. But one second, what happened to the fourth level? What happened to the level of the Yud, the Chachma? So the Rebbe says, now we can understand the reason why there's only a remez for these three levels of tshuva, and the Alter Rebbe is not miramis to the higher level of tshuva, the Baal tshuva ilah, which is the level of the Yud. Says the Rebbe, because regarding the Ois Yud, we don't need to have a special avoider that it should be felt in that acceptance where the person saying, I'm accepting upon myself not to rebel against the Malchus of the Ebishter. Why? Because this idea of the Ois Yud is that Nekudas HaYizkashas, that's the essential bond, that's not even connected, as we said before, to any shape or form. So it's understood, it's obvious that this Nekudah is felt immediately in every single Avoida that's going to be in any of the other three Oisias, in any of the other three letters. Because, as we said before, each one of those three letters are just coming as a continuation from that Nekudah coming down into a shape and form. In fact, says it about the contrary. It's dafka because this Kabbalah not to be moirid malchusi yizborich is really an idea of bitul, which on the one hand is lower than the other avoidus. It's lower than seer. 
But Davkin, it, it really feels over here, Davkin, this bitl is really felt that Nekudas HaIskash is that essential bond that's really higher than any shape and form. Says the Rebbe, and since with these words, Levair Heitiv Barachavas Habir, the Alter Rebbe is coming to Mechadish, what you need to do in your Tshuva B'Poyol, therefore he says a Loshan that only hints to the three Dargois, but not to that fourth most essential level.